Welcome, welcome, fellas, to the Captain Saver Bro Show, episode 20, the top women to stay away from. That's right. These women do not date these women. Don't even stick your meat in them. You know, if, if you want my suggestion, I would suggest you don't even stick your meat in them. But we're going to get into that. Uh, but first and foremost, the show is available available via Spotify, Apple Music, um, uh, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. So if you want to watch the video format, just type in the Captain Saver Bro Show on YouTube. Uh, if you want to watch, you know, while you're working out, listening to it in the car. Um, if you don't have YouTube Red or YouTube Premium, uh, just go to Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and type in um, the Captain Saver Bro Show or King Dre, and I should come right up. This episode is also brought to you by The Players Club at theplayersclub.vip. So type in your browser, The Players Club, T H E P L A Y E R S C L U B. Dot VIP. This is our, um, you know, our exclusive my, uh, men's private community um, where we come, we chop up game. Um, you know, it's not a lot of noise. It's not a lot of free. Uh, you know, it's a paid group. It's $100 a month. But, you know, that's to weed out all the people who are not serious, the trolls, the women. And we just chop up game. We learn game. We do two live monthly uh, mastermind coaching calls so you can bring your text. You can bring your screenshots, your DMs, your dating profiles, your photos, um, you know, so there's no holes in your game. You can bring all of this stuff and we're going to get it together, um, you know, and I can help you out with all of this stuff. Anything dating, relationship-wise, life-wise, you know, it's a private community. We share wins. We share insights, you know, um, from the field um, with guys from all over the world, not just the nation, all over the world. All, all on from we got guys in there that's worth hundreds of millions of dollars that can give you some game on finances. We got guys that's, you know, slept with more women than you can count. We got guys doing good at business. We got fitness guys. We got it all in there, you know, just men chopping up game. Um, <clears throat> we also do uh, – I'm also doing exclusive video breakdowns of game. Like when I when I do how-to YouTube videos, they go on this – they're going in these groups. So these, not, these videos are not going to be – um, you know, I don't post these types of videos on YouTube, the how to, how to get her to chase you and all of this old crap. This goes on in the players club. I post these videos in the groups. You also get access to four of my most popular programs. Um, how to vet women properly building yourself into a high value man. Um, and what's the other one? I keep forgetting the other one. Oh, making the modern woman submissive and uh, how to develop confidence. You get access to those four. You also get discounted coaching, private one-on-one coaching. So if you need a one-on-one session with me, it's half off um, if you're a member of the Players Club. And you also get uh, discounts on my premium courses, which is Attraction 101, How to Make a Woman Fall in Love with You, and Ultimate Ladies Man Dating Guide. You get these courses for half off uh, when you're a member of the Players Club. Um, yeah, so join that. Um, it's a hundred dollars a month. This stuff, all of this stuff I mentioned is, I sh- I could charge a thousand to, to thousands of dollars a month for this type of to, uh, for this type of stuff. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm being reasonable. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So yeah, it's just a hundred bucks a month. Um, that's it. Not too much. You spend that on whatever y'all spend that on. Come spend that. Invest in yourself. Get your game right. Go to the Players Club. Dot VIP. And, you know, I see you guys on the other side. This show is also uh, brought to you by Saver Bro Academy. So if you need any of those courses and you're not in the Players Club, you can go to Saver Bro Academy to book your session, to book your one-on-one coaching. You can go to Saver Bro Academy to, uh, you know, get any of these courses. And um, 
yeah, that's it. Saverbroacademy.com. Also, one more thing. When you when you in the players club, when you have access to the players club, <clears throat> you get direct access to me. So if you have a problem, you can just message me directly. You know, I prioritize this group. So if you message me on Instagram, I may not have time to check your stuff. I may not have time to give you insight on your whole situation. But the guys who pay, who pay their way and invest into themselves, I prioritize them basically. So when you're in this group, you have first, you know, direct access to me for, you know, whenever. So um, that's another benefit of the Players Club at the playersclub.vip. And uh, again, saverbroacademy.com. Also, follow me on all social media at King Dreism, K I N G D R E I S M. That's on Instagram, TikTok, and uh, Twitter. And for the guys listening on Apple Music or um, Spotify or the podcast platforms, catch me on YouTube as well at uh, King Dre. Type in King Dre and I should come up or this uh, Captain Saver Bro show. But let's jump straight into this game. All right, fellas, so let's get straight into this, right? These are the, the top women that you should not date seriously. I think you should stay away from them, period, uh, let alone just seriously. Um, because, you know, as men, we slip up, and you don't you don't even want this type of energy around you, you know. Um, I have a quote uh, that I coined a couple years ago, um, which will be the theme of this show. So, um, you know, I want you to write this quote down, put it in your phone, frame it, do whatever. But it said, I say the quality of your life is directly tied to the quality of women that you choose to entertain. One more time. The quality of your life is directly tied to the women that you choose to entertain. That means if you entertain, uh, you know, garbage broads, your life typically probably more than likely will be garbage. If you entertain drama filled women, your life going to be filled full with drama and, you know, setbacks and and, and, and and things like that. So the type of women that you entertain, the type of women that you let alone, like that you let into your world, that you let into your kingdom, um, play a big role in your success. You see what I'm saying? That's why when guys can't find good women, they should just stay by themselves and work on themselves. And, you know, they say some is better than none. I don't believe that, right? Because you don't want these, <clears throat> you don't want these, um, you don't want these types of women, you know, pulling you down even further uh, or, you know, messing up your cipher, as we like to say, or, or you know, throwing a monkey wrench in your program and, and just bringing your overall quality of your life down. You understand what I'm saying? So be careful who you choose to entertain. Only deal with quality women, um, you know, women who aren't, you know, Energy vampires, energy uh, women who aren't bad women, women who aren't, you know, who have a moral compass. Only deal with these types of women because if you don't, it's going to sack your empire. Uh, it's going to sack your empire. You see what I'm saying? But I made a list of, I think, maybe five to seven. It depends on how much time we got. Probably end up doing five. But I made a list of women that um, that you guys should stay away from, right? It's, it's very important that you stay away from these women and the first one, right? We're going to jump straight into it. Um, we're going to jump straight into it. I don't want to waste no time. The first one is the social media attention whore. This is the woman who, um, this is the woman who needs attention via social media. And she thrives off the attention that she receives 
from social media, where it be, whether it be, you know, attention from women or men. I'll get into that later um, as far as attention from men. But, you know, they need the attention from those on social media and they own social media a lot. They easily they usually doing <clears throat> they usually doing things like dramatic posts, posting dramatic stuff or, you know, woe is me type shit or I can never catch a break because they want people to be like, oh, it'll be OK. Pick your head up. They get you know, they get fulfilled by, you know, dramatic stuff or they post in fight videos or, you know, they always beefing with somebody on, on, on Facebook. They always, you know, causing drama on Facebook. Um, stay away from women who do this because that's going to transform or that's going to, to, to carry over into your relationship and into your life if you have her around you. Uh, another thing that the social media attention whore will do is like she'll play the damsel in distress, right? And this is the, um, it's kind of dramatic, but, you know, something to always be going on. Every time something goes wrong in her life, Every time something goes wrong on, on wrong in her life, she posts about it. Oh, my tire's flat. Oh, you know, it's all roach on my wall. All oh, these roaches. Oh, I can't pay my bill. Oh, uh, this dude this. Oh, this dude that. Oh, you know, the damsel in distress. <clears throat> um, it's kind of a victim mentality, and you don't want a, a a victim, a woman with a victim mentality. And usually, the damsel in distress are you know they really not accountable for the things that happen into their life. The bad things that they keep posting about is basically the sum of the choices that they've been making, but they don't care about that. All they care about is the validation that they get from people saying, Oh, you know, I'll help you do this. What do you need? Call me, text me, sis, uh, blah, 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 baby. If you, you know, let me know what's your cash shop. They get off on stuff like this. They thrive on, you know, being the victim and being the damsel of distress. And she going to be the victim <clears throat> She's going to make sure that she's the victim in your relationship if you're not careful. You see what I'm saying? So beware of, of women who, you know, play the damsel of distress. And when you guys meet girls, this is what I suggest you do. Get you a, a, a low-key social media profile. Make you a low-key social media profile with one or two pictures on it. Um, because if, 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 if your regular social media whack when you first meet a woman – Nowadays, this going to disqualify you despite your personality. So, you know, you got all them pictures, they whack or whatever. And, you know, your social media is not representing you well. You won't even get a chance to even meet a woman, even women who decent because they just they look at your social media. They have so many options and they judging you based on that. So this is what I, I suggest every guy do. I have a low key social media profile too. one or two really, really good pictures. Post them up. And use that and, you know, when you ask for their social media and they ask for yours, say, I, I got one, but I don't really use it like that. I got a couple pictures. And that way you can see the type of stuff they posting, especially on Facebook. Make sure you get on their Facebook. Because you, you can't really complain. I mean, you can on the stories, but it's, it's easier to complain on Facebook than it is on Instagram. You see what I'm saying? And you can't really complain on Snapchat like that or TikTok and stuff like that. Make sure you're getting on these chicks' Facebook. Create you a backup Facebook profile. Um, you know, post a couple pictures on there. Post a couple memes or whatever. And use that to gauge the women. That way you can see their they social media activity before you invest. Because believe it or not, this is what big companies are doing. See what I'm saying? Um, social media 
you know, people like to say, oh, what's what's on social media is not the real me. And yes, it is. It is. Whatever you put out on social media is, is a reflection of who you are or what's in your heart or what's on your mind. You see what I'm saying? And people tell you who they who they are via social media. Right. So I advise all my guys. <clears throat> I advise all my guys to do that. Now, another thing that they'll do. Right. Um, they'll post provocative pictures. This is the uh, online social media. I say online social media attention horse. They post provocative pictures. You feel what I'm saying? Now, the provocative provocative pictures is is it's just kind of a not a slippery slope, but some women do do that when they single. You know, because that's their way of getting attention from guys or getting guys to holler at them. They may dress a little skimpy or whatever. So. I'm not I'm not saying that it's okay, but I it's understandable. Like cause when I'm when I'm out there and I'm putting myself on the market and I'm just, you know, I'm in I'm on these streets, I post certain stuff to attract women. You see what I'm saying? And so women are gonna do the same when they single. The thing is, is is if it's too much, like, you know, like bathing suit pictures and all of that's cool, but like if they doing stories with cleavage and, you know, showing their ass and doing all this shit regularly. They like social media. I mean, they like, uh, you know, it's basically they like male sexual attention, right? And and I'm gonna touch on the, the provocative pictures in a second. Again, um, I'm gonna go into it a little bit more, but I just wanted to give you a basis of the types of social media attention whores and the things that they may do online, right? The thing with social media attention whores is that you will never. You alone, if you got a woman and she's a social media attention whore, not a woman who's addicted to social media, because I'm fucking addicted to social media, just like 90% of Americans. So if she's on the social media a lot, that's cool. So there's a line. Now, I'm not talking about addicted to social media. I'm talking about attention whoring on social media, trying to get attention. So if you have a woman who's a social media attention whore, you will never, ever be enough, right? You will never, never be enough to feel the need for attention alone, especially if she desires male sexual attention. You by yourself will never be able to feel that forward. And this is why you should stay away from them. You see what I'm saying? Because it's going to cause you a lot of harm and a lot of hurt. Right now. Let's get back into now that I said that, let me get in, back into the provocative pictures. Right. You guys have to understand something and listen to me and listen to me good. If you're dealing with a woman and she's a social media attention whore, right? You're dealing with a woman and she's posting provocative pictures. If y'all seeing each other and y'all dating each other and she's continuously posting provocative pictures, that's a for sale sign. And it's even worse if you in a relationship with this person. Women who respect and admire their guy, they take themselves off of the market. You ever saw a woman on Facebook or Instagram completely disappear and then she popped back up six months later because they got into an argument and it looked like they're going to break up and then she posted for a week and then she get off the... Women naturally do that. They naturally stop going to clubs. They naturally stop accepting or putting themselves out in a way to receive male sexual attention. You see what I'm saying? So if your girl is doing this with you and posting provocative pictures all the time and when I say provocative... I mean, like cleavage showing, you know, butt on the sink. Well, they don't really, 
men kind of shamed the butt on the sink thing away. We shamed that away a few years ago. But, you know, um, ass shots, uh, cleavage, you know, busting it open. Like, you know what provocative is. Um, if she's posting this, that's a for sale sign. She putting herself on the market. Um, and she's entertaining. She's entertaining male sexual attention. She wants sexual attention from men. You see what I'm saying? So if you have a woman like this, you'll never be enough to give her the sexual attention that she needs. You see what I'm saying? This is why you should stay away from them. Again, if your woman is posting provocative pictures on the Internet and she's with you, y'all together, y'all dating or whatever, she's on. she put herself on the market and she's inviting male sexual attention. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I don't care what they say. I don't care how insecure. It it ain't about me being insecure. I'm not insecure. You can post whatever the hell you want to post. But it is what it is. Just like I asked uh, a bunch of women, how do you feel if your man is posting cash money on the Internet or being flashy on the Internet? And they say, well, he doing it to get hoes. Well, if you posting titties and ass on the Internet, you're doing it to get dudes. It's the same logic applies. It ain't about being insecure. You can post whatever the fuck you want to post. You see what I'm saying? I don't care what you post, but I'm not going to be with you and you on the market. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? You take that shit somewhere else. I ain't insecure about it. But if I'm not, I don't want to be with no woman. I don't want to invest in no woman. I don't want to invest my hard-earned money, my time, my energy, my resources into a woman who's inviting sexual attention from other men. That's out. You see what I'm saying? Call me whatever you want to call me. But if your girl posting provocative pictures on the Internet, that's what she's doing. She don't really respect you because when women respect they do, they love they do, they take themselves off the market, period. You see what I'm saying? So, be be on the be on the lookout for that. Be careful for that of that. Um, <clears throat> another thing, like you know, the drama when when you have when you have a woman who's posting, let's say she don't do uh, post uh, provocative pictures, but she's full of drama, right? Um, or she's doing a damsel in distress thing. All your business is gonna be on the internet. Anytime something happens, she's going to sleek this shit on the internet. She's going to, you know, and even this invites a, a, a male attention. When a woman posts up something and it seems like she's going through it with her dude, her inbox going to be flooded with dudes. And they know this. You see what I'm saying? So every time something happens, your business is going to be on the internet. Your relationship is going to be on display, and this is going to cause it to collapse. You understand what I'm saying? Always beware and be weary of dealing with women are social media attention whores that's the first one stay away from social media attention whores now the second type of women to stay away from fellas um is the miss potato head for you younger people um who don't know where mr potato head is google it um it was a toy we used to play with when we was kids right and it was a potato right and this was a bare potato and it came with fake ears fake nose uh, eyelashes, eyes, fake lips, and you just put this thing together. And it's to to think about it, the type of stuff we played with was kind of boring when you th- in the grand scheme of things. Because they got iPads and iPhones and Fortnite, and we had to put together a potato and make it look like a person, right? Um, but I like to call these women Mrs. Potato Head, right? And these are the fake manufactured Barbie women. Um Stay far away from these women, um, and it's for damn good reason, right? 
women like this can't stand to look at themselves for who they truly are, right? And if a woman don't love herself, listen to me. If a woman does not love herself first, she can never love you. She can do things for you. She can uh, cook for you. She can service you. She can. But if you want love and all that, you want your woman to love you. If she don't love herself, it's not happening. You see what I'm saying? Um, and when a woman don't truly love you, this opens the door for uh, a lot of disrespect, cheating, inf- uh, you know, infidelity, and all of this type of stuff, right? Now, what I don't want you guys to do is mistake women who like to look pretty and do themselves up from time to time and, you know, put on a little lipstick and look pretty and get their Marilyn Monroe on, um, you know, rest in peace to her, get the Kim Kardashian on. Uh, from time to time, do themselves up when they're going out, when they're going to work, look presentable, look beauty, play to male fantasy. I'm not talking about that. That's normal. Every woman want to do that. Just like we like to get haircuts and, you know, get the line up and, you know, put the watch on, throw the earrings on, drive your nice car, throw your cologne on. That's cool. We, You know, it is what it is, right? But it's a deeper level when a woman can't stand to look at herself in the mirror. You see what I'm saying? If she can't stand to look at herself in the mirror, I knew women that they put on makeup when they go to bed. You see what I'm saying? Before you get up in the morning, if you lay go to sleep with these women, if you wake up four thirty in the morning, they up putting on makeup on before you get up so you don't see them. That's the shit I'm talking about. I know women like this, right? This is extreme, extreme, extreme insecurity, right? And the further she is away from her true self, the the deeper the insecurity. The further a woman is away from her true self, who she truly is, when she step out the shower and look into the mirror, the further away from that she is, the deeper the insecurity. You see what I'm saying? And these insecurities are going to manifest itself in your situation and in your relationship. Again, these women... They do not love themselves. They they lack confidence. They don't have confidence in the way that they look. These are the type of women, if you tell them, hey, you pretty, she'll light up. and she'll, You know what I'm saying? And you don't want your girl, you don't want a woman who, wherever she go, all you got to do is compliment her. And it, it's, it's, you know, she feels like she's the world now. And, you know, she's on a high now because some random dude give her a compliment. And she's open to this dude now. You see what I'm saying? It's nothing. I'm not saying that you should, you should, you, 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 sh- you know, your woman shouldn't be grateful receiving a compliment from a stranger. But usually, women who who have a lot of uh, high body count, um, you know, certain there's there's types of women who who have high body counts, right? And uh, a section of these women are the women who, in order to get this type of attention and these compliments, they give their body away for it. You see what I'm saying? I'm not saying all women with high body counts are like this, but usually when you see these types of Miss Potato Head women, these are the types of women that that is. And you don't want this to be your woman. And again, I'm not saying women who like to uh, do themselves up from time to time when they're going out the house, they look presentable and pretty. And uh, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about fake nose fake lips, you know, fake eyelashes, fake hair, and they can't stand to be who they are naturally on the regular, and everything about them is fake, it's plastic, fake tits, fake ass, just a Miss Potato Head, put together a Barbie doll, plastic, 
This is who I'm talking about. This is extreme, extreme insecurity. You see what I'm saying? The crazy part about this, and women will see this and probably have a problem with it, but I don't care, but they know this to be true for men too. Men who do this to themselves, bleach their skin, get nose jobs, and uh, you know, spend 70 hours, 80 hours in the week in the gym. I'm not saying don't be healthy and athletic, but guys who go above and beyond and they, they, they fucking, you know, um, uh, uh, manic- uh, manicure their eyebrows and, and you know, all of this shit and, and like borderline metrosexual. Women know, <laughs> women know guys like this are very, very insecure, right? And I know they borderline zesty. You see what I'm saying? But, um, but yeah, back on the flip side, women like this are, are, are trouble, right? And this insecurity is going to tear your relationship apart, right? And, again, they usually whores. Usually. Just take a look on TikTok, my dude. Just take a look on TikTok. Uh, a, a, a woman who is famous, since we're talking about whores and this type of plastic look, look at the, the chick, Selena Powell. Google her. This I'm pretty sure everybody knows who she is. Um, just plastic, fake cheekbones, fake eyelashes, fake hair, fake nails, fake titties, fake ass, fake lips. Just look borderline like a – and they, they get ridiculous with it, too, to be looking like sometimes. Like I don't see how everybody was hitting that. Like, I couldn't hit that. But anyway, this is what I'm talking about. Look at her. Biggest hole walking. You see what I'm saying? Now, she cashed in on it, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. So, you know, these types of chicks are usually whores. Another thing about them is that they're usually very, very, very vain. They lack substance, right? And instead of developing their personality and developing the way that they treat people, they think that their beauty or lack thereof or their fake beauty is supposed to carry them. You see what I'm saying? Because they may see a naturally beautiful woman, you know, they, they may see a naturally who a woman who they perceive to be naturally beautiful beautiful or pretty they may see them getting certain privileges but they don't understand that there's a personality aspect to the why to the reason as to why guys are flocking to these women because men don't like we don't like pretty pretty chicks who with shitty attitudes and who vain we don't like that but these pretty chicks who naturally quote unquote naturally pretty um, based on society's beauty standards these chicks typically get first dibs on everything, not only because they're pretty, it's because they're soft and they have the personality to go with it, and guys flock to that. But women who, who these Miss Potato Head type chicks, they see this and they think that this is why the chick is getting the, the, the girl. It's like how the incel think the muscles get the girl. No, this is why the chick is getting the guy. Right. This is why she getting the guys and, and guys are flocking to her. And it's like the incel, the way the incel thinks the muscle gets the girl or the the, the the car actually gets the girl. And it's not. It's the guy's game. So these chicks see these, you know, what society says is beautiful and they make themselves out to be like this. They go get the titties done. They go get the ass done. They wear the extensions every single fucking day. Um they 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 put the contacts in, they put the lashes on, the fake lashes, they get the nails and do the shit with they the ugly little shit with their lips. That shit is ugh. but they do all of this shit, right? Y'all know y'all be seeing them girls. Let me sidebar going to tangent because y'all be seeing them girls with the, the little lip thing. That shit is crazy to me. 
but they they do this and um you know they work on that part of themselves and not the personality trying to get what the other girl got and usually chicks like this are very shitty attitudes very vain they lack personality they lack character and they all about show 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 beauty 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 let me make myself up to be pretty 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 they dance uh, rule. They have diva attitudes, the diva esque um, attitude. The 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 the, the uh, my shit don't stink. I'm pretty. I'm a bad bitch, so I deserve this. These are like these types of women, and these women are very problematic in relationships. You see what I'm saying? And again, you as one man is not going to be enough to fulfill or to fill those voids or fill those insecurities. You see what I'm saying? I would say these women are for recreational use only, but me personally, I stay away from them completely because I've had my run-ins with women like this back in my days, you know, and nothing good comes from a, a empty woman. They don't have anything to give you because they don't have anything themselves. They don't have love to give you. They don't have, <clears throat> they don't have what it takes to give you because they don't have it. You know, you can't get nothing out of them because they don't have it. You can't get love out of them because they don't love themselves. They may cooperate with you for a benefit or cooperate with you or submit to you because they need something, but it's it's not real. You see what I'm saying? They can't give you what they don't have. And they don't have it because they spend their entire life, they spend their entire life building themselves up to be a walking plastic Barbie. You see what I'm saying? And not actually developing the characteristics that you know the world finds attractive truly not developing a personality not developing character not learning how to treat people you see what i'm saying and usually these chicks go grow old and then they be cougars they just get ran through a lot of guys just run through them because they typically only good for sex because there's nothing else there you see what i'm saying don't be the fool who think that you somehow special if she's making herself up to look like this, to get all of this attention and she's getting it and ain't nobody locked her in or tried. Nobody even put a baby in her or nothing. Come on, bro. You mean to tell me it wasn't no cats out here that was smooth enough to not cause y'all know as men, we take it. We, we, it's hard for us, harder for us to get sex. So we take good women off the market ASAP. Even if we don't plan on treating them right. So just think about that. The minute you get this Miss Potato Head and she acting like she like you. Just think about that for a second. What does she have to give you? Nothing but be plastic beauty. You see what I'm saying? They hollow on the inside. <clears throat> Again, look at look at the, the, the chicks of Selena Powell. And just look at Instagram. Look at the celebrity chicks. Not all of them, of course, but but the ones who, you know, these fake made-up chicks, just, just look at them. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Always remember this, fellas, right? And this is, um, uh, this is something that I learned when I was a kid, right? My grandma used to shout, uh, tell me this. Shout out to my grandma, right? Shout out to my grandma. She used to say, everything that glitters ain't gold. You dig what I'm saying? Remember that. So when you see that chick glittering, everything that glitters is not gold. Everything that shine is not a diamond. You dig what I'm saying? Don't fall for the bullshit. 
Don't fall for the plastic. The plastic ain't real. You ain't going to get no real, genuine, authentic connection with no plastic bitch. You ain't going to get no real love. You ain't going to get no real empire with no plastic bitch. I'm telling you. You see what I'm saying? Everything that glitters is not gold. Everything that shine is not a diamond. Everything that's white and little molecules is not sugar. Sugar look like salt from a distance. For, 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 to the blind, sugar looks like salt. You see what I'm saying? But once you taste it, it's too late. You see what I'm saying? Be careful with these Miss Potato Head chicks, fellas. They, they no good. Now, the next type of woman that you guys need to stay away from is the junkie or the alcoholic. Junkie as in drug addict and alcoholics. Yes, weed included. Um, and wine before bed included. If the woman, is, you know, she may not be drinking all day, but if she need wine or, you know, a shot or two every night before she go to bed. That's an alcoholic, right? Drugs and alcohol make you dusty, fellas. Um, and it's the thing. Men can get away with this dustiness and still be attractive. Like, we can get away with black lips, you know, uh, black fingertips, nails not, you know, as white and yellow. We can get away with yellow t yellow eyes, red eyes, you know, the bags that come up. We can get away with that because we can get a fresh haircut, throw on some cologne, throw on some nice clothes. Women don't, generally women typically don't, Pay attention to stuff like that. But that type of stuff on a woman makes her look very dusty no matter how much she try to do herself up. Black lips on a woman. Uh, black lips on a woman. Uh, hands. Um, you know, the bags under the eyes. The the, the, the eyes of her eye, the, the whites of her eyes is like yellowish, uh, reddish. Like, a, you know what I'm saying? Like hair. And they can't get away with looking dusty like that. You see what I'm saying? And <clears throat> I'm mad at all the guys that turned all these women out on weed. All these weed head dudes made all these bras weed heads. Women there, a lot of women that smoked weed like that back in the days. You see what I'm saying? A lot of women, not a lot, but some women did. They like they tooted they know. They played with the book of sugar, you know, every now and again and, you know, drunk a little wine. Um, that was crazy because back in the days <laughs> I used to say not I used to say, but like I had this thing to where if a woman drank wine, she almost 195 percent of the time she she played with the booger sugar. Booger sugar is uh the white candy, uh the white girl. If a woman drunk, this is this is how we looked at it back in the days, um you know, 15 years ago. If a woman drank wine, she played in her nose, right? Drake made wine kind of popular, like. You know, with the whole uh, Moscato reference back in like 2009 or 2010 or something like that. A lot of women started drinking wine and wine started to become more, at least in like amongst younger culture. You see what I'm saying? But, you know, women typically didn't really fuck with wine like that. But I said all that to say back in the days, women didn't. <clears throat> women didn't really smoke weed like that not a lot you know what i'm saying nowadays most chicks is not most but a lot of chicks is weed heads man they smoke weed every day just make them they look dusty you can tell their lips is you know the lips is black they got the weed eyes it's just you know it's just, ugh, you know 
Um, and again, men can get away with that. Women can't typically. Now, another thing though with with the drugs and the alcohol is that usually comes with some type of trauma or you know, escape from or running away from some type of trauma or <clears throat> you know, some traumatic event or some type of anxiety, some type of depression, some type of uh, there's a need to escape from reality for a reason. And you don't want to deal with that. You ain't got it in you to deal with that, my brother, unless you a junkie or alcoholic yourself. If you if you're not, then you're not going to have the tools that it takes to deal with that. And this type of stuff can become very, very, very problematic. Right. Women who uh, typically who do drugs and stuff, they typically have um, like an immature disposition based on. When they started. So let's say if you got a woman who's been smoking weed since she was 18, if she's 27, she's going to act like she's 18 because weed doesn't allow you to grow. Alcohol, it doesn't allow you to grow because you escaping your problems and not confronting it. And when you're not confronting it, you can't grow. You see what I'm saying? So you kind of get stuck in an immature state. You kind of get stuck where you are when you start. Look at Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, I love Snoop Dogg. Um, probably one of the first rappers I ever liked to really when I was a kid, Snoop Dogg. Uh, but Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg still dress, walk, and act like he did when he was 19 years old. That's not a coincidence. Whereas you see guys who, who don't smoke or drink like that, you can see them evolve. That's not to say Snoop is a bad person. That's not to say Snoop is a, a super damn near probably a hundreds worth hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm not saying if you smoke weed, you can't be successful or you can't, you know, get your money on and you can't do great things. That's not what I'm saying. Um, because, again, Snoop smoke every day, all day. But <clears throat> Snoop is probably 50 some years old, still dress, walk, talk, act like he's 19. You see what I'm saying? Uh, 18 years old. Most people that I know that smoke weed, they started smoking weed in high school. Now to this day, they still act and behave as if, if, as though they're in high school. That's not to say they don't have families, kids, jobs, but the mentality is still there. I know people like this personally. And so what I'm saying is when you have a woman like this, you're dealing with a very, very immature woman who don't, who's not growing. And when you're growing and you're on the path to self-improvement and growing and getting yourself together and she's not growing, you're going to outgrow her and this is going to cause you to, you know, it's going to cause a wedge between you guys and you're going to, you're not going to be on the same page and y'all going to grow apart. You see what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> again, you want to be growing. You want to be progressing. You don't want to, you know, and not just with your money, you want to be evolving as a person and but people who do drugs, they be stuck where they at. As far as character, personality, there's no growth in their character and their personality. That don't mean that they're bad people more, uh, morally bankrupt. That don't mean that they're bad people. That don't mean that they can't be successful. That's not what I'm saying at all. So um, another thing, we hit chicks or drug addict chicks, especially if a chick do hard drugs, that's out. Cocaine, pills, Percocets, like you know, now you know. Back then, they was turning the girls on to weed. Now they turning them on to Percocets and syrup and all this old crazy shit. They just making all the pretty women junkies, bro. Like you know, I know a bunch of women who got caught up with junky ass dudes who they thought was cool. Um, and Percocets is junk. You a junkie? You just it's just expensive heroin. 
10 years, all y'all going to be on heroin. Um, and, you know, all y'all going to be on heroin if you live to see that far. But, um, or, or, or fentanyl or something. But <clears throat> I kind of went on a rant. But, yeah, you want to stay away, away from women, especially who do drugs, especially hard drugs. Again, hard drugs, wheat, crack, cocaine, meth, Percocets, and that's out. Don't, don't definitely don't deal with chicks like that. But um, yeah, when you got a chick who 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 does drugs, weed, whatever, all of their bad behavior, it's gonna be blamed on the drugs. It's never gonna be a lack of accountability. Oh, I got high, and you know, I got high one day, and I just I was getting high, and I just you know I was driving, and I fucking uh, I tripped and fell and rolled over, and a dick was in my mouth. You understand what I'm saying? Cause I got high, so you know everything. If they they snap at you, they get disrespectful. Oh my bad, I was high. Oh my bad, I haven't smoked yet. Everything is gonna be the drug, and again, this is why they can't grow because there's no personal accountability. You know, uh, and I've dealt with chicks who smoke weed every day, so I trust me, I know. Don't y'all think that? <clears throat> Y'all think that guys like me ain't went through this? I've been through the mud. I know what I'm talking about. I've been burned by chicks like this. I dealt with chicks like this. I, I've been in the mud. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, everything is going to be blamed on the weed or the alcohol or, you know, whatever drug they're taking. Oh, you know, I was at work and you know, I fell off the balcony and did a backflip and like, it was, I, you know, I fucking landed in a split right on his dick in the in, in the car. Right, don't make no sense. I was, I, I was, I hadn't smoked yet, or he had some weed, and we just got high. I know y'all done heard that one before. I know y'all done heard that one before. Yeah, we was just chilling, smoking. You know, initially it was just cool. I just, you know, just somebody I smoked with, and then one thing led to another. And don't deal with weed head chicks or chicks who do drugs because they're going to blame it all on the drugs. There ain't going to be no personal accountability. She disrespects you and call you out your name. You fucking stupid jerk. Oh, I was high. Or, oh, I ain't had my drink yet. Or, oh, I hadn't had, I had smoked yet. I'm just irritable. Forgive me. Nah, bro. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> be careful with this. Now, another thing, um, with chicks who who do drugs or alcohol, you will never, ever be the priority. Getting high is the first priority. Anybody who's addicted to any type of drugs or anything, drugs or alcohol, that is the first priority. It's, it takes priority over their own life, their own family, their own kids, their own relationships, and you ain't going to be nowhere in there. If, if it comes down to please my man or get high, they're going to get high. Respect my man or get high, they gonna get high. And another thing, especially if you don't do drugs, if you don't smoke weed, don't fuck with no weed here. Because you can't you ain't gonna be providing it to her. You see what I'm saying? Now if you smoke weed every day, okay, cool, get you a dusty weed head chick. Cool. Right? But if you a guy who don't do no drugs or alcohol, and what you what you think gonna happen when your girl broke and she can't afford to get high? Weed may not, weed is very powerful, man. I know y'all don't think so, but when people get addicted to weed, they need it. They don't be down bad in the streets like junk, like heroin junkies and, you know, nodding and, you know, in the streets naked and it don't take you there, but you still need it. You see what I'm saying? And what you think, what do y'all think them chicks who broke that smoke weed, how y'all think that getting that weed? So if your girl broke, 
right? If your girl is broke and she ain't got no money and you ain't giving her no money, that's another thing. They're going to be tapping them pockets every other day, $25 here, $40 here, $50 here. But if if she ain't getting it from you, she going to be getting it from somebody else. And if she can't afford it, you think she just ain't going to smoke? Nah, bro. Nah, and you think the weed man coming off that sack for free? Ask me how I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ask me how I know. You did? And I'm saying that to say I ain't never smoked. I smoked weed one time in my life. I'm not a weed here. But I know. You know, I, I done been on the other side of the, of the trap. Uh, you know? So I know what women do for drugs. Not You know, and weed here is included. We, women who smoke weed, I know what they do for it. Y'all think it just be crackheads sucking dick for weed. Y'all think it just be meth heads sucking dick for meth and heroin. Nah, bro. They prostituting their bodies. Nah. The chick that's a CNA, that chick who's a fucking, you know, uh, uh, you know, whatever job she got that work at that call center, that's a, uh, that work for Progressive, that same chick, when she broke and ain't got no weed, she go get her weed man some pussy. Facts. So, if you got a girl that smoke weed, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I hate to do y'all like that, but uh, it's just a reality. And again, this is coming from a guy who used to sell drugs long time ago. You know, I, I don't know more. I done did, you know, I done paid my dues and all of that. But <clears throat> women do strange things to get high, bro. Weed included. See, they demonize crack cocaine and uh, coke powder and meth, and they make this seem like those are the women that be prostituting their bodies. No, sir. So, and all my dudes in the trenches know. They know. Now, you think your girl going to her weed man, and, you know, it take five minutes to get fucked. Hey, I'm finna go to the weed man house real quick. All right. <laughs> you think she could, you think it's all good because she got back in 20 minutes. Nah, man, my man just premature ejaculation. That's all you did. This is real, man. This real. So, you know, <clears throat> yeah, well, they're going to fucking suck for a fix, fella. So don't date junkies, man. Just just save yourself. Do yourself a favor. Don't date junkies. You ain't going to be a priority. Um, when, 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 when they got to prioritize your feelings over them getting high, they're going to choose them getting high every time. When they got to choose getting high over hanging with you or getting high over respecting you, they're going to choose high every time. You are never going to be the priority. A person's high, whatever a person's pleasure is, is going to be their they, they priority. And you ain't got enough game. There's no man on this planet that got enough game to replace fucking drugs that came from the earth and cocaine and nothing. You ain't got no more. You ain't nothing. That, I know I got how to make a woman fall in love with you and all that courses and all that, teaching you how to be her drug, but you ain't strong enough to beat weed, crack, cocaine. You ain't strong enough for that. Your game, my game ain't strong enough to replace no motherfucking cocaine or no meth or no Percocets or no weed or no alcohol. You dig what I'm saying? And I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say like my shit is. Nah, bro. So you are never going to be the priority. That stuff come from, I don't know where that type of shit come from. You see what I'm saying? So always remember that. Always remember that. So, uh, yeah, stay away from junkies. Stay away from alcoholics. Weed included. Wine every night included. 
Now, the next type of woman to stay away from um, is the bad luck Becky, women who have bad luck, quote unquote bad luck. Um, women who always seem to find themselves in misfortune. They always something going on. Um, stay away from women like this because you will get caught up in their misfortune. In the 48 Laws of Power, it teaches that, you know, avoid the unlock the unlucky, unhappy and unlucky as it's infectious. It infects you too. It says that you can die from someone else's misery. It's a quote from Robert Greene. You can die from someone else's misery. You see what I'm saying? Women who always have things going on, they can never catch up on their bills. They always, <clears throat> always behind on their bills. Something bad always happening to them. They always got a flat tire. Their phone always off. Uh, you know, just a bunch of bullshit in their life. They got a fender bender today. Uh, it's just this. Always at work. They lost their job over here. Just every time it's just bad, 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 bad. Something always going on. That person wasn't built, dealt a bad hand. That person just dealt. That woman just made bad decisions. Right? And instead of working on herself to make better decisions, she chalks it up as luck. And her life is just a lucky, you know, uh, her life is just an unlucky, you know, life, and she was just dealt, dealt this bad hand, and they can never understand that why things like this keep happening to them. You see what I'm saying? It's because they make bad decisions. I was not like this. I'm not going to say I was like this, but bad stuff used to happen to me when I was younger. Um, like after I left my mom's house, um, 18 on up until like my mid-20s, bad stuff would always happen to me. I used to be like, damn, why is this happening? But you're moving so fast, you don't really realize that you're making poor decisions. And these outcomes are the sum of the decisions that you've been making. And, you know, bad luck women don't tend to understand this. You see what I'm saying? There's always some drama going on. There's always somebody always falling out with somebody. Uh, some, they're always into it with somebody. They're always into it with this. They're always into it with that. Just pay attention when you meet a woman. Listening to her talk, if she got more complaints than she do, you know, good days. If 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 she's more, <clears throat> you know, if the things that you talk about is always negative more than positive, or she's not talking about dreams or aspirations, but she's more so harping harping on the bad things that are happening in her life. This is typically the bad bad luck person, and you do not want to get caught up in a woman like this. These types of women will bring you that all the way down. And it's hard because as masculine men, we have this built-in thing. We are hardwired to be Captain Saver hoes. So the masculine man, when he sees a problem or he sees a damsel in distress, he wants to fix it. He wants to provide it a solution and, you know, get it to where it needs to be. Unfortunately, human intelligence, right, <clears throat> human intelligence allows manipulation and it now allows exploitation, and so you have women who exploit things like this. You see what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's bad to help a woman or to solve a woman's problems for her. But unfortunately, you have women who are going to exploit you. And then you have women who don't appreciate you. Like a, a bad luck woman is not going to appreciate you. You see what I'm saying? And she's going to exploit you and exploit you and exploit you until there's nothing left. And she don't have anything to give you. Because all of her energy is going to making bad decisions and fucking her own life up. You see what I'm saying? Instead of building a productive life for herself, she all her energy goes to making bad decisions and fucking her own shit up. 
And so she don't have nothing to give you. You you never gonna be <clears throat> you never gonna have a peaceful, prosperous relationship with a woman like this. You see what I'm saying? They tend to be very irresponsible with money. They don't pay their bills on time. I was dealing with a um when I first learned was getting into real estate, like in back in 2015, I was working under this mentor. He was, uh, I need to check on him too. Cause he was probably 60 something at the time. I hope he's still alive. Uh, he was about 68, um, about 68. You know, I was, I was working for him. I worked for him for the better part of a year, uh, just for free, just soaking up game. And he was just teaching me everything. I would get up and go meet him every day. And we would drive around and do his thing. And I would sit with him. He would teach me, but he was saying he hated single women uh, tenants, tenants, <clears throat> tenants who were women who were single. He hated them, especially that didn't have kids. Women who have kids uh, typically tend to be a little bit more responsible. I'm not saying that they're the most responsible people in the world, but they tend to be more responsible when it, in terms of finances, because when you have kids, you have to do what you have to do to see to it that your kid is cool. I'm just saying generally. But he he hated renting to single women. He said there's the most irresponsible people on the planet. Um, you know, and the bad luck women are very, very irresponsible. They're irresponsible with money. They're irresponsible with their decisions. They're irresponsible with everything. And that irresponsibility is going to trickle and it's going to affect you. And if you get into a relationship and you combine your money and you do all of this shit, they bad decisions is going to affect you. If if you on a team with a person, if you're on a team with a person and they making bad decisions, they doing bullshit, they 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 they, you know, fucking the money up, they they doing all type of crazy shit, those decisions are going to set you back because y'all in the same boat. So you rowing the boat and they digging a hole in the boat, letting water sink in. Eventually, the ship is going to sink. The boat going to sink. You see what I'm saying? And that's what it's like being with a person like that. You see what I'm saying? Again, these people think that it's bad luck. These women think that it's bad luck. It's not bad luck. <clears throat> it's bad decision making. It's bad karma from fucking people over. It's bad, you know, um, all of this stuff that's coming back. It's bad fruit from planting bad seeds. You see what I'm saying? This is why uh, her life is fucked up. You see what I'm saying? So always beware and make sure that you stay away from the bad luck, Becky, because it's going to, it's, you ain't, you're not going to be able to, as a man, you're not going to be able to level up and grow. And this is going to always, you're going to always reach a ceiling. You're always going to hit a ceiling. You see what I'm saying? Because this person is going to be pulling you down. And, this is going to get in the way of the way you feel about her, the way she feel about you. It's going to get in the way of intimacy and everything. You see what I'm saying? So <coughs> stay away from women like that. Now, the last type, uh, and then we're going to get out of here. The last type is to stay away from, fellas, stay away from the hood rat. Stay away from hood rat and hood rat-minded women. Stay away from them. They no good. Nothing comes from dealing with, uh, nothing, come, nothing good comes from dealing with low quality people and not all people that live in the hood are hood rats. Not all people live in the hood are low quality, but hood rat, hood rat women, hood rat mentality, women, women with a, a, a hood rat mentality, stay away from them. You see what I'm saying? Because at, we, we, we don't pick where we, 
you know, grow. I, I didn't get to pick where I was born, right? Um, my mom didn't get to pick where she was born, but you know, my mom didn't think like a, you know, my mom didn't think like that. Feel my aunts and shit. They didn't think. They didn't have that type of mentality. They wanted better for you know, their children and stuff like that. Um, so again, not all women who come from the hood or live in the hood are hood rats, but most of them who live there still and are there, they got kids there. They fucking with hood rat dudes or, you know, <clears throat> dudes from the hood, low quality dudes. Um, they have a hood rat mentality. You want to stay away from them because these type of women typically come with a lot of low quality shit and you have a low quality life. The last episode, uh, where we talked about, uh, rest in peace, trouble. The last episode we talked about trouble i went in on, on the hood rat thing a little a, a lot actually um and how you know these low quality people the men that they deal with typically low quality and low quality people low quality men like this they always got some low quality baby daddy hanging around or some low quality simp ex that'll kill you over nothing because he ain't got nothing it's just nothing comes good from it man um and i think i remember last time i was saying you know, my body count is a mile long. It ain't too many hood rats on. It ain't too many hood rats on my body count. You see what I'm saying? Um, and this is something I learned when I was learned the hard way. I was always taught to you don't fuck with chicks like that, especially when you out here moving and shaking. Um, but I learned this the hard way when I was 20, 20 or 21 or something like that. Um, and dealing with a hood rat actually is how I landed in prison. So y'all about to get a story time. <clears throat> y'all about to get a story time. Um, I actually went to prison dealing with a, a hood rat chick. Um, I'm, I'm at my spot one day. We, we used to, we used to, I don't know how the, the young dudes doing it now, but it, it'd be a group of us. Let's say it's five, six, seven, eight of us, right? We'll all put in money. We would all find a chick uh, or, or find a dude who had a job or whatever, and we would all pitch in money and get an apartment somewhere in the neighborhood, right? Get an apartment or something and, and rent an apartment. And we would basically turn this into a trap, right? So if the rent back then, five, six, seven hundred dollars $700, you divide that between, you know, six to ten people. So at the most you paying – you know, then add in lights and water, then cable, and uh, um, we had just started to do the internet back then. Uh, cable and utilities, add all that. You paying a hundred dollars a month per person to you know, and we all got this spot. So we we find a chick, you know, with a good job and all this, and you know, make her fall in love and all that. And then boom, you know, get us an apartment or whatever. We do this six seven months, trap it out move to another apartment in the same neighborhood or even in the same complex with a different chick. So we, we, we would be doing this, right? Because uh, initially, we when I first started, we would be doing it ourselves, but we started to use other people's names, uh, chicks in, or, or dudes that we knew like with square jobs or whatever. So I'm at one of my spots, well, one of our spots. It's not just me. It's me and my group of homies. And um, when I back then, I used to walk with um, – I, I used to walk with kind of, I used to walk kind of funny because I pulled my hamstring. Like, I, I think it's my hamstring, something behind the thigh when I was maybe 14, to f 14 years old playing football. This this killed my sports career. 
Um, I pulled my stuff real bad and I couldn't play no more, whatever. And I had this walk for a while, um, kind of walked a little funny and shit. So I'm walking, I'm going to meet my play in the front of the apartments. Um, going to meet my play in the front of the apartments. I catch my play, I come back, I'm walking funny and I see this chick, she like, oh, um, you walking funny, what's wrong with your leg? I'm like, oh, I got hurt a long time ago, da da da. So we start chopping it up. We kicking it. We cool. I'm like, you stay over here. I ain't never seen you. She like, yeah, I just moved over here. I'm from such and such. She she wasn't from the city. She's from another city in Florida, and she had just moved up there. She got an apartment over here, hood rat, right? So I'm thinking, okay, this the next, you know, I'm gonna use her. You know, I'm thinking already like, okay, I'm going to use utilize so when we chopping it up. So we chopping it up. Um, I'm like, well, slide over here tonight. This was, and you got to think, I meet her in the apartments. This pre-social media. I mean, MySpace, but it, you know, it wasn't really no MySpace. It was Black Planet, but you know, it was it wasn't on no. Oh, we're gonna go on a date and all this. Remember, I told y'all I didn't go on dates with women until I was like 24, 25. So I'm like, come, come. You know, I'm we right here over here. She was like, oh, you be over there with them. I'm like, yeah. Um. I'm like, I'm going to be over here. Uh, when, when you get done doing what you got to do later on, just come over here by 9 or something. I ain't give her a number. I was like, just come over there by 9. So she came over there that night. We chopped it up. Uh, we chopped it up. Cool, whatever. She go home. I ain't smash her. The next day, she like, well, come come to the crib tomorrow, you know, and I'm cooking. It was Saturday. Come to the crib tomorrow. I'm cooking. Sunday. Hood rats cook good on Sunday. So uh, I go eat over there. Go to the crib the, the next night, that Sunday night eat good or whatever. We vibe, and I'm like, this chick kind of cool. I like her, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, shit, if the spot get hit, I don't want my stash, you know, my stash to be up in there, my 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 guns to be up in there. I'm finna move my shit to this chick house. So I put my game down on her, you know, about a month, about a month in, all my stuff over here. So it, just in case anything happened over here, the police raid this over here, and they ain't got. I don't take no L. You know what I'm saying. I may go to jail or something because all this stuff in here. But I'm not gonna take no financial L because my bomb ain't. You know, bomb is stash. It's not. You know, my bomb ain't get caught up. So this is just the way I'm thinking. So, you know, this my little seat. This my little safe spot. So I got little two little things. I'm not serving out her shit, but I'm just like, it's crazy. The statute of limitations is up. I end up going to prison and all that. This was. This was 2006, so this was a long, this is the old King Drake, right? But anyway, I, I'm, I'm down there getting back and getting in my motherfucking element thinking about this shit. But um, so, yeah, I'm like, you know, I got, you know, my little safe spot over here. I'm going to sleep over here at night and everything because it's like I don't want to be out here in here all night. You know, niggas come kick the door in or the police raided or whatever. So, you know, me and the hood rat, we cool, we vibing. But the thing is, I had a girl at the time. I don't know if I told a story about this girl. The girl that cheated on me when I was in jail. I don't know if I told that story on the podcast. I may have told it on YouTube or something like that. But the girl that cheated on me when I was in jail, I was dealing with her at the time. This was like my main girl at the time. Um, So, you know, I had a little little double situation going on. But anyway, fast forward to when I get locked up, right? I, 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 um, I was on probation at the time. I was on probation at the time, and... I, I couldn't get a job. Like one of, the, one of the stipulations of the probation was you had to have a job, right? So I, I couldn't get it. I had got a job at KFC, and then as soon as, like, I was supposed to go to work that day, 
got the job. I was supposed to go to work that day. I went up there. They was like, oh, we had to, you know, we found your record. We can't have you up here, right? So I'm like, damn. Uh, you're on probation or whatever it is, but you can't have you up here. So I just basically gave up on the job thing. And so it was time for me to go meet my, uh, it was time for me to go meet my PO, the monthly visit to the PO. I ain't got no job yet because she told me the month before, if you don't have no job next month, I'm violating your ass. So I'm like, catch me if you can. I'm the Brent gingerbread man. I don't go to my PO when it's time. So boom, I got a warrant out for me. So now it's like a week later. I'm on the run. I'm ducking off at the chick house. Laying low over here. We get into it with some some younger cats from the area. We we in we probably 21. The guys in my group, the my my homies, we anywhere from 21. I probably was the youngest. 20 21 to 24 was out We get into it with some dudes who was like 17, 18 years old. It's a click of them, but they wild. They not hustling and get money. They use they robbing up, shooting up. They these type of guys. Uh the younger guys from from our area or whatever. Uh so we get into it with them over something stupid and it turns into it it turns into gunplay. Right? So I'm just setting the scene for you. I'm on probation all this. I'm setting the scene and I'm setting the vibe of how I get uh get locked up. So uh, now I'm on high alert because we, we share the same area with these dudes. Uh, and I'm on probation. They got a warrant out for me, whatever, whatever doing all of this. Remember low quality women attract low quality people, right? So this is the lesson. The, the girl, the hood rat chick, her brothers come up from their hometown and they come live with her young, dusty, Young cats. I mean, I probably was dusty too, but um, some little young cats. They more one, 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 16, 17, 18 years old, something like that. Uh, when they get up there, I have a sit down and I talk to them. You know, they think I'm cool. I'm, you know, I'm hustling and, you know. So when they get up there, these little knuckleheads, I have a conversation with them, right? I tell them, hey, um, you know, be cool over here. This ain't the area for the bullshit. Did did did. The police own it. You, you got to be smooth over here. You go, that's going to go to jail. Uh, and one of the things I told them, do not smoke weed outside. Do not smoke weed outside. Do not smoke weed outside. Right? Um, and I explained to them why. You know, this is 2006. Weed ain't legal. Like, weed is still taboo, and I'm in Florida. Weed is still damn near taboo, but weed is extra taboo. I'm in a, I'm in a red state. They red, the Reds wasn't fucking with the weed like that. You see what I'm saying? They'll take you to jail for smelling it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and it's probable cause. So the, the police, they looking for drug action. So you smoking weed, they see you smoking weed, they jump out on you. They pass you by, they see you smoking weed, they they get together around the corner, mount up, boom, they come jump out on you, and they looking for the drugs now. You see what I'm saying? Because they think you selling drugs and all of this shit. So I'm explaining this to them. If you're going to smoke weed, smoke weed in your sister's house or come over here with us and smoke weed inside the house. Don't smoke weed outside, right? So I explained this. I got the beef going on with these dudes. Uh, it's not just me. It's my homies. We got these beef going on with these dudes. It's, it is serious. One of my homies that was a co-defendant on the case that I got locked up in, he was a co-defendant on the case that I got locked up in. Um, that had me on probation, right? One of the cases, I was on probation for two cases. One of the guys was my co-defendant. We was both on probation together. Um, he 
is in a car driving with no license and get pulled over. So he got to go to jail. Since he committed a crime, which was driving with no license, they revoke his bond. Now he got a whole new case, and he had weed and drugs on him. So he got a whole new case with no bond. So this is like, damn, I'm on the run, and he got locked off on something fluky like this. Let me just go turn myself in and get a technical violation instead of a new charge added on in case some bullshit go down. So I go turn myself in. I give I give the little guys the little speech. I give her the speech. Hey, don't let nobody come here messing with my guns, um, you know, my, my, my stuff over here and all this, right? Uh, so I go to jail. I go put my money up, the little money I had, a couple thousand dollars or whatever. Go put that up. And yeah, I'm 20, 21 at the time. I go put that up. I go turn myself in. My co-defendant gets sent to prison because he on a, a uh, he violated with a new charge. You stay in jail in Florida back then. You stay in, well, in you know, the county I'm in. You get a technical violation. You stay in jail for a week. You go see the judge next week. Uh, he go to prison. I get a break because it's my first technical violation, right? I get out. My plug calling me. Hey, I'm loaded. I'm like, nah, I'm going to chill for a little bit. I'm cool, right? I'm glad I didn't make this move with my plug because I would have been in prison for a long time. Plug like, hey, I'm loaded. As uh, soon as I get out, I'm loaded. Let's get it. I'm like, nah, I'm cool. I'm going to just chill for a couple weeks. You know, let me try to find my job. Let me try to get my stuff together. What little bit I got, I'm going to get rid of that, and I'm going to relax. He's like, cool, bet. This is a Friday. I got out of jail Friday. Sunday, I go to my hood rat house. I'm about to smash. <clears throat> I get into it with my, my main girl. Me and my main girl get into it. Me and my main girl get into it. And... Me and my main girl get into it. I'm at her house, right? She get into it. She catch an attitude with me. I go outside to smoke a cigarette. That's why I used to smoke cigarettes because I'm upset. I go back in the house. She locked the door to her room trying to be like, I'm locking you out or whatever. So I go back outside again, smoke another cigarette because I'm like, I'm going to haul ass. She locked, the, 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 she locked her, 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 her uh, front door. And it ain't like I'm cursing her out or being like arguing and fighting her and shit because I, I ain't never been that type of dude. So she just mad at me for something. So now I'm like, damn, this bitch done locked me out. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm, I'm just finna dip. But some telling me, don't leave, don't leave, don't leave. Just chill here, work it out. But my mind, fuck these hoes. I'm not working out shit. I'm finna dip, bitch. You ain't finna be trying me like that. So she opened the door. I go in there. She still got her room door locked. So I'm like, hey, look, I'm up out of here. I'm gone. Get in the car. I go to my side chick house, right? And this didn't remind you, remind you this in the same space. That the same apartments that I that I was hustling out of, that me and my homies was hustling out of, hustling out of. So I go to the, to this um go to the side chick there house, stop at the stop at the uh stop at the gas station, get me a full pack of natural ice. <laughs> I just drink beer and shit too. Natural ice, give me some Newport one hundred to so go to the house. I'm like I'm finna chill, swimming this pussy, and I'm finna just chill and relax. I get there. 15 minutes, I'm, she giving me a back massage. She massaging me. The police at the door. I come out the door. I come out the room, but the police is bamming, like boom, boom, boom. Now, my mind is telling me, this: these dudes, they done figured out that I'm over here. These dudes that we into it with, and it's probably them. So I grabbed my biggest gun. Now, this is all public record. Uh, it was in the newspaper and everything. Uh, like it wasn't like headlines. It was like in a little small section in the back of it, <clears throat> like the little whatever. Um, I grabbed my my biggest my biggest gun, uh, AK forty seven. I can't believe I'm saying this on this podcast, but whatever. 
Cause I'm thinking it's them. So, cause I'm 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 with her. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Like I'm thinking she is either that or she set me up or something. I'm like, is that your brother? She was like, nah, my brother got a key. My brother wouldn't not like that. So they beating boom, 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 boom. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like, I'm about to smoke this chick because I'm thinking she set me up, right? Or it's these dudes. So I grabbed my biggest gun, grab it because it was I left it under her bed. Now, mind you, I told her, keep my shit away from your brother. When I go turn myself in, remember, I turned myself in for a week. I got out on a Friday. This is Sunday. So I'm out two or three days. Two Friday. Got out Friday, um, Friday, um, midday, Saturday, Sunday night. Before I go to jail, I tell her, tie my shit. Don't let your brother and them get my shit. Don't let them, whatever. So boom, 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 boom at the door Sunday night. I'm there 15 minutes getting my back. So I'm finna swim into some pussy. Now I'm thinking it's on. I'm finna have to smoke somebody. So I grab my shit. And when I open the door to her room, I'm coming out the room. Coming out the room. I hear him tapping on the window. And I hear police. Um, <clears throat> I'm not like pointing it or nothing. I just have it. Like, I just have it. Like, I'm creeping out of the room. I got the door open. And I'm standing out of the, in the thing like this trying to see what's going on. I hear police. I'm like, what the fuck? Police? Go in the room. Throw the shit under the bed. Run upstairs. I don't know what the fuck I'm finna do. I'm finna jump out the back window. They got the shit surrounded. So I'm like, what the fuck? Right? But mind you, I'm standing in the doorway for like maybe a minute. I'm standing in the doorway for like maybe a minute, right? In her room doorway. And when you walk out of her room and you can see the front door. And you can see like the little window or whatever. So police, police. I go upstairs. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? I'm like, I know that I ain't did nothing. I ain't served nobody. You know, it can't be no CI. I ain't served nobody since I've been out of jail. I didn't, I didn't meet my people. I ain't got no work over here, nothing. Like, what the fuck is going on? So throw the shit. This is how I go to prison. I throw the shit under. I throw the shit uh, under the bed, go upstairs. She go open the door. They pull her out. She had a daughter, nine-year-old daughter, sleep on the couch. Pull her out, pull her daughter out the house. They screaming for me to come outside. They screaming for me to come outside. Uh, I'm scared to come outside. I don't. So maybe like five minutes. They like, well, crawl down. I'm like, man, y'all gonna try to shoot me? They like, no, nah, just come out. Da, da, da. Uh, we want the guns. This and this. So I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? So they like crawl backwards, crawl down the stairs, crawl down the stairs, and crawl backwards, <clears throat> crawl backwards out of the house. So. I do that, crawl backwards out of the house. They wrote me up, roughed me up. One of the officers telling me, hey, uh, where that gun at? I'm like, what gun? Like, you know what I'm talking about, where those guns at? I told him your mama sold them to me. I go off on him. I'm cussing him out. You ain't got no right. You can't search shit. Fuck you, blah, 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 blah. Right? So he like, okay, so you want to be a smart ass. I got you. So they booked me on a whole bunch of fake shit fake charges they go in there they come out with the guns all that i'm like damn i'm about to be out of here <clears throat> but i'm thinking i just got gun charges i go down to the when i get to booking and it's a whole another story inside of this probably tell it on another another podcast but i go down uh go down to booking and i see i got all these fake charges i got aggravated assault on the leo like this is why i'm a violent felon now i never basically it, he said that the, the, the officer that I cursed out and told him, you know, his mama gave him to me and all this, getting crazy on him or whatever. 
It's crazy too, because when he put me in his, he put me in his car. He was like, "You're gonna go to jail. I'm gonna make sure you go to jail. You're going to prison." And he threw on Chameleon there, riding dirty. I never forget this. He threw this song on when Chameleon had that song, riding dirty. This was around that time. It was big. He threw that song on the radio. Him and the female he was with laughing, and he's like, I'm, "You finna go to prison? Watch." So I'm just thinking, okay, I got some gun charges, whatever. I go there, I got aggravated assault on the Leo, all type of shit, right? He basically said that I, I had us, we had a standoff. I was pointing a gun at him. We all know that if that would happen, I wouldn't even be here with this podcast. So I basically go to prison for something I didn't do because the gun charges they didn't have a right to search the um, the thing, so I don't have the gun charges. Like those gun charges, all those guns that they call is not on my record. From not, I don't have, I don't, I'm not convicted of any gun charges. I was arrested for them, but not convicted because they didn't have the right to even go in there like that. But I did the, the aggravated assault on the Leo and a prior drug case that I had, uh, um, uh, uh, a cocaine case that I had is on my record uh, that I'm convicted for. Um, so, um, yeah, so he basically lied on me. Um, he basically lied on me. For a while, I didn't understand like why the why that was I even in this situation. But I think that that was you know something telling me that I a need to sit down, I need to sit my ass down somewhere, and that everything happens for a reason, right? Um. So yeah, I'm basically a convicted felon for something I didn't do. Basically, right <laughs> now, I was living foul, and the way that you live does catch up to you. It's consequences to everything you do. The seeds that you sow are, are they're gonna come back to get you, right? Um. But the the what was ill about this, right? And I'm getting back to the the hood rat chick. So all of this is because I went to see this girl at her house. This shit had the reason why the police was there had nothing to fucking even do with me. I just get caught up in this shit. Like I'm literally at my girl house. I go over here. I'm getting a back massage. The police show up for something that got nothing to do with me. Her little hood rat dumbass brothers was sitting outside smoking weed, and the police jumped out on them. They had a digital camera. Right, they had a digital camera. This was before flip. This was before smartphones and all this shit. They had a digital camera. She showed them dudes my guns. They was taking pictures with my guns on the digital camera. When the police jumped out on them for smoking weed outside, like I told them not to, they was looking through the camera and seeing the guns. He told them, "I'm gonna take your ass to jail for the for possession of weapons and this and this and that." Where are those guns? He said, "That's my sister's boyfriend's. Where is that? Where them guns at? They in that house right there." And that's why the police came there like that. Had nothing to fucking do with me. You see what I'm saying? Fucking with a hood rat. I don't. I don't fuck with hood rats, bro. Fucking with a hood rat. I told her, don't. Show your brother them my shit. I told them, don't smoke weed outside. If you're going to smoke weed, this and this and that. And some hood rat shit with a hood rat bitch, I get caught up and lose my freedom for two years. Now, am I blaming her? No, I'm blaming myself because I shouldn't have been in that position in the first place. I shouldn't have been dealing with her and I knew better in the first place. You see what I'm saying? But for those who ever wanted to know why why I went to prison, or, or with the situation that led me to prison, it was that situation, and I was convicted of something I didn't do. You see what I'm saying? Um, at all, I didn't. I would never point no gun at no motherfucking police officer or none of that shit. But it is what it is. You, you know, <clears throat> you know when you do dirt, you get dirt. You know when you live a certain type of way, karma come. The seeds you plant are gonna grow. But I one thing I did learn is stay from hood rat shit. Stay out them holes like that. Don't fuck with young, dumb hood rat holes that that attract low quality hood rat people who don't fucking listen. It's a reason that I told them jits, jits, Florida shit. It's a reason that I told them not to fucking 
do that because I know better. It's a reason that I told her, don't show them this shit because I know what type of these little goofy-ass kids be on. And sure enough, they sitting outside smoking. They sitting outside smoking. The police jump out on them, find this digital camera, threaten them because they want these guns. They taking pictures with them and all this. Threaten them, right? They threaten them. Oh, put the squeeze on them. Where they at? Where the guns at? If you don't tell me, I'm going to take you to jail for it right now. You're going to go to jail for this weed and you're going to go to jail for guns. They play them. You're going to go to jail for having guns and all that. And you're going to be over. You're going to be gone for at least 10 years. Oh, they in that apartment right there. Uh, my sister lived there. That's her boyfriend shit. And that's why they came there like that. That's why when I went upstairs to look out, the whole house was, the, the whole shit was surrounded and everything because they came in there for them guns. You see what I'm saying? They ain't had nothing to do with me. If I wasn't there, if I wasn't there, her sister would have, the sister would have went to jail. They end up taking us all to jail anyway, but I'm the one that is stuck on. They dropped it all on them and it stuck on me. You see what I'm saying? Now, that's, that was my stuff. Luckily, I didn't have like, we had this chick smoked weed. I got charged with her weed. She, she smoked weed. <laughs> this chick smoked weed. So <clears throat> her weed and all that that she had in house, a little couple, you know, whatever she had to smoke, it was my, it got put on me. So I do have misdemeanor weed cases, but it's with, I don't smoke weed. So, but that shit is on my record too, the misdemeanor weed shit, which was her shit. But I, luckily, I didn't go meet my people. If I would have went and met my people, my plug was like, hey, I'm loaded and I would have gone met him. I would have probably still been in jail right now for having all that shit and guns together. Probably just be getting out right now. So it was good that I didn't do that and I just wanted to chill. But I shouldn't have been in that situation in the first place. I shouldn't have been fucking with no hood rat hole. It just in a in a messy situation. Even in that type of environment like that, I should have been hustling smarter. And I learned that in prison. Like if I'm gonna be out here, stop playing and stop putting yourself in certain type of certain situations. And when I got out of prison, I never moved like that again. I never did dumb shit like that again. I was never in a situation like that again. And I never went to jail again since then. You see what I'm saying? Now, I ain't cleaned up my act just then. As soon as I got out of prison, I still was on it, you know, and I elevated my shit to a higher level. But I stopped moving a certain type of way. I stopped fucking with certain type of women. And I ain't been in jail since. You see what I'm saying? Now, I'm, I'm far removed from the streets and shit now. Um, I don't live like that. I'm a hundred percent legit and I've been so for a long time. I pay taxes. I've been paying taxes, all that. So, you know, it is what it is, but I said all that to say, don't fuck with hood rats. The hood rat is, is, is if I wouldn't have been fucking with that hood rat, I wouldn't have, I'm a vi I'm labeled as a violent convicted felon because that that's a violent charge that I got put on. You see what I'm saying? That I I didn't do and had nothing to do with me. No, none of that shit. You see what I'm saying? So, me breaking that law that I learned, somebody taught me not to, you know, do shit like that. Me breaking that law, me breaking that law cost me severely. But anyway, fellas, I, I ain't want this to be that long. I kind of, that story was kind of long. That's the first time I told that story publicly to the public like that um, for, you know, for anybody that ever wanted to know. Um, but anyway, fellas, that ends this uh, episode of the Captain Saver Bro Show. Uh, the women, uh, the top women that you should stay away from. Um, fellas, go visit the Players Club. Go get go join the Players Club at theplayersclub.vip, um, and also go to Saver Bro Academy for all your course needs. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, K I N G D R E I S M, um, and also hit me up on YouTube, um, the Captain Saver Bro Show, or just type in King Dre. Fellas, Players Club, join the Players Club. So much value. 
you you it, it will change your life. I can promise you. But anyway, this is none other than your gracious game advisor. Yours truly. I'm gone.